and welcome to another episode of Death by Bungie. I am Rich Wilson, the host of Death by Bungie, but you probably already knew that. If you have happened upon this podcast and not seen the YouTube channel Death by Bungie, then you probably want to go check that out so you know what you're getting into here, if that makes any sense. The YouTube channel Death by Bungie is where I started getting the word out about the crossbows, hunting with the crossbow. And that's what Death by Bungie is all about. This podcast is sort of secondary to that. It's sort of building off of that. But it's an opportunity for me to talk about topics that aren't strictly related to crossbows or crossbow hunting that are sort of broader topics within the hunting world at large. And that's what I aim to do. That's what I aim to do. I will tell you that... One of those broader topics was the subject of a previous podcast, the one I did about the bear hunting, the podcast where it was just basically me talking in the car on the way back with my thoughts on my main bear hunting trip. I have been thinking about that trip ever since I came back from Maine. To me, that's the sign of a good trip. It's a sign that I was doing the right thing as far as hunting is concerned. Bungie and I would have loved to have killed a bear on that trip. Nothing would have made that trip more perfect than to make it a successful hunt and come back with a nice hide or some meat for the freezer, all that good stuff. That didn't happen. But short of that, it was really a perfect trip. I really got a taste of bear camp. I got to meet some other people. We were in the middle of a pandemic when you're not meeting other people in person. It's just not the way it's done. But I felt very safe, very healthy the entire time I was there. I was I went there loaded for bear, no pun intended, with disinfecting wipes, rubber gloves, a mask, the whole bit. I wiped my portion of the cabin down. I had my own food, my own area. And when we talked, we were outside. We were on the front porch and a screened-in porch. But I was. they stayed on there and these two brothers that I shared a camp with, great people, great New Englanders. And they both stayed on the other end of the front screen and porch for the most part. And here we are now doing this podcast on October 27th, 2020. So I'm actually about six weeks removed from the trip itself. Five or six weeks I've been home for, five weeks or so. And completely COVID-free, no symptoms whatsoever. So knock on wood. We are doing just great. And I hope you are, too. I'm not trying to make light of the COVID situation. That is ramping itself right up here in my home county. All of a sudden, we've got way worse numbers than we had all throughout this entire pandemic. And uh, so it is what it is. I know that it's a challenge. It's going to change our way of life for a while. It seems like it's with us longer than I was hoping, but it is what it is. So we got to do what we got to do. Bear hunting is in the future of Death by Bungie. I am not done hunting bears. I had half a mind to try and focus on getting it done for shooting a bear with Bungie during the Pennsylvania hunting seasons, the bear seasons, whether it be archery or rifle bear seasons here in Pennsylvania. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's an opportunity for me to talk to you a little bit and give you my thoughts on Pennsylvania's bear seasons, Pennsylvania's bear habitat, Pennsylvania's bear world, as opposed to other states and other regions. That'll be kind of interesting. Got a lot of facts and figures. I actually had done a little bit of research. I typed in a whole bunch of stuff into the Google and came back with a whole bunch of facts and figures, some of which might even be accurate. 
<laughs> How's that? I think a lot of this stuff, and I'll give you the little asterisks, I'll give you the little caveats where they appear and let you know what I am firm on and what I believe to be the case as we go through with this stuff. But it'll be an interesting podcast, and I hope you like this. My goal with these podcasts has been really just to give you a little extra death by bungee on a regular basis, a semi-regular basis, whether it's every week or every other week, to give you a little bit more death by bungee, a little more death by bungee than you might have otherwise gotten. I wish I could do 10 videos a week, but certainly that isn't realistic. And now during the hunting season, I don't have the opportunity to do as many videos as I would like, obviously. I've got a couple hunting videos where Genevieve and I were successful. We have great footage, great stories to share. We've already posted at this point, the time that I'm making this podcast, posted the video of Genevieve's successful first ever deer hunt. If you have not seen that video, go look it up. It's the most recent video currently on the Death by Bungie YouTube channel. It is an awesome video. I edited it and I got it. If I have to say so myself, it is phenomenal. I really, I was pretty happy with the editing. I'm not going to say, I, I have improved an awful lot with editing. I will say that. But editing is what got me into this in the first place because I love playing around with video on the computer. I love the video editing. Been doing that now for about 15 years. About 2004, 2005, I started playing around with that stuff. My skills have only improved by doing this stuff. And it's like everything else in the world. You got to get out there and do it if you want to improve, if you want to get good at something. Here we are seven seasons into Death by Bungie and finally putting together videos where I can say I like the pacing of the editing. I feel like I've really got that down. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to work with not just me being the only person's voice who's being edited. It's nice because that video has Genevieve in it also. So we're both talking. I think that's pretty cool. And it's a challenge for me. It's a way for me to spread my wings a little bit with this video editing because now I've got to tell the story from two different people's points of view. And that is moving me in the direction of doing those larger scale videos like long form documentary work, which is something I want to do down the road. I am way off track from where this podcast started, but I'm gonna, I wanted you to have that information because Again, this podcast is extra. This is beyond the basic Death by Bungie stuff. And if you're sincere enough about Death by Bungie, you're interested enough in this stuff to take your time and listen to this podcast, you're probably one of the folks who wants that additional information, wants to know more about Death by Bungie, where it's going, where it's been. There are a lot of people downloading these podcasts. I was actually blown away by that. At first, I thought I was getting a lot of downloads on the podcasts because it was during the pandemic and everybody was forced to stay home. And that was one of the reasons I really pushed the podcast back then, because I wanted people to have an opportunity to hear all this stuff, right? To have something to listen to. I thought that was awesome. It'd be a great opportunity for people. If you're stuck at home, if you're not working, might as well listen to a podcast that you enjoy. So I took advantage of that opportunity to put the podcast out at a time when it had a lot more ears, so to speak. I'm hopeful that, and I'm optimistic that that will continue because it has all summer, even though the shutdowns have ended, people are still listening to the podcast. It's got a lot of people listen to this. So without further ado, that's enough of that. That's the extra that you were tuning in for some of you, but here's the bare discussion. And I'm really thinking I'm going to title this episode, Pennsylvania is the best state to hunt bears, and it's also the worst state 
to hunt bears if you are a crossbow hunter. That's going to be the title of this podcast, and I think it sums it up nicely. Here is why. I want to begin by talking about Pennsylvania's bear habitat. We have ideal bear habitat in Pennsylvania. In fact, the argument could be made that we have the best bear habitat, and I'm talking black bears only for the purposes of this episode, but I think we have the best bear habitat in the world. That's a bold statement. Now, here's why I say that. Pennsylvania's a pretty good-sized state, right? It takes about five, six hours to drive from Philadelphia on the southeastern corner all the way to Pittsburgh on the southwestern corner. And it's a big, big old rectangle, right? The story was that King Charles II, and the reason I know that is it's in a song by Yankee Militia called The Pennsylvania Shuffle. And if you have not bought the album Live Free or Kill, you should get out there right now and buy that album because it's my band, Yankee Militia. <laughs> but the Pennsylvania Shuffle talks in that song about how Penn got the woods from Charlie number two. The Quakers wanted freedom of religion. Penn got the woods from Charlie number two. The neighbors to the north got all the Indians. And we got the Amish and the Mennonites too. King Charles II had to repay a debt to William Penn, and he gave William Penn the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, what became the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. But that's where Penn's Woods, or Pennsylvania, gets its name. And we are the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, but we're right smack dab in perfect bear territory. And the reason for that is we're not so far north where the hibernation season ends up being like nine months. And that's where if you go up into Labrador, uh, Newfoundland, Quebec, Ontario, get so cold up there. They have this vast wilderness, but it's so cold that the bears, they got to sleep for nine months or something. Here, the bears almost don't have to hibernate. They do, but they can go into a less deep sleep, a less deep form of hibernation is what I understand. And they can uh, survive a winter just fine here. We have mild winters where they just basically den up and don't even have to undergo that different state. So we do have that. We have that going for us. In Pennsylvania, we also have some vast tracts of Penn's Woods left, believe it or not. We have state game lands where I intend to go this afternoon. I'm taking the afternoon off of work. I'm taking a vacation day, half a vacation day. Came home for lunch, going to do a podcast, and then I'm going to go out and shoot a big buck or maybe a bear. Who knows? As we'll see. But I'm very excited about that. I'm actually going to the state game lands. I'm going to a state game lands here in my home county that is a contiguous 35,000 or so acres. Now, you guys out west, you're saying, well, that's not very big. There's guys down in Texas that uh, are saying, well, geez, that's just my backyard. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's there's a ranch in Texas that's at one time was 40,000 acres under fence. It was fenced in and it was 40,000 acres, right? That's the, the big YO ranch. I think that one time that was 40,000 fenced in acres. 
that's just insane to me. I mean, you can fence it in. What's the point? Everything and its brother already is in there anyway. You know, you've got every coyote that was in there. Now it can't get out. <laughs> you can shoot them, but that that is so big that you would probably never be able to shoot all of them, and they would just continue to reproduce and fill that place right back up with coyotes, which is in fact what happens in those circumstances. Here, of course, there's no fence. There isn't a lot of deer. But there are some deer. We had some sign from that that we did in those V-logs I did with Genevieve and I going and round and doing our scouting on the state game lands. We also did, in addition to the scouting, uh, I put cameras up and had some evidence of nice bucks there. We did find a shed antler, which if that buck survived, if it's still around this year, he might be an eight-point buck. And he would uh, happily receive a, an invitation to dinner from Bungie, right? And that's my tongue-in-cheek way of saying that I'd happily shoot that deer. Would have no problem with that whatsoever. On state game lands, I will probably shoot any legal buck I can get a hold of. And I will probably shoot any doe that I can get a hold of. I am not going to be picky. For me, this season is about accomplishing something on state game lands. If that happens, great. If it doesn't, that's what next season's all about. My plans got interrupted a little bit for a few reasons because Genevieve decided to hunt. So that changed our early season efforts. She had never hunted before, but I will. I had to basically switch everything around to accommodate her, and I would do that again in a heartbeat, of course. Do not read into this that I'm suggesting I have any other plans. I will go the whole season happy to not shoot a deer if my daughter has a good time in the woods. I totally lived vicariously through her in that video that I urged you to go watch. You can see how excited I was. I was so happy and so proud of her. So that went very well. We've been to Maryland and back. We both had success in Maryland. Those videos are yet to come, and I'm not going to give them away here, but I will say you're going to be wanting to watch those because they're the story, the crossbow story of Death by Bungie is continuing to evolve, and Maryland was a big part of that. It gave me some new ideas, and it gave me some new incentive. It gave me some new exciting stories to tell. So you'll want to tune in for that. If I see a bear this afternoon, long story short, the bear gets an arrow. Pennsylvania is home to approximately 20,000 bears. And I only need one, right? I only have one bear tag, but 20,000 bears. Last year, Pennsylvania hunters and New Jersey hunters and New York hunters and everybody else who came here <laughs> shot exactly 4,653 bears in Pennsylvania. 4,653 our heaviest bear on record was 875 pounds back in 2010. Interestingly, here's a little observation. 20,000 bears, harvest about 4,600. That's very similar to the Sika deer numbers down in Maryland. If you're not familiar, I did a video on my Sika deer hunts. I've done a couple videos on those. But I successfully harvested a Sika deer, a little stag down there, a little spike buck who is hanging on the wall in the trophy room here in my house. I'm so proud of that. He looks fantastic on there. I will post pictures on the Facebook page. Hopefully someday you'll get to see pictures. But here's what's interesting about that. The numbers for Sika deer, which is an invasive species in Maryland that is cultivated and hunted and properly preserved. I think they do a fantastic job with that. I love that place for that reason. There's about 20,000 Sika deer, 15 to 20,000 Sika deer estimated. And they harvest about 4,000 a year, every year. 
So very similar numbers. Now, what's different about the cica deer, obviously, is that they live in a swamp on the eastern shore of Maryland, but also none of them reach 875 pounds. <laughs> and if you've ever seen my video, my cica deer was about 50 pounds. So uh, very proud of that. Like, it's not going to change anything there. But 875 pounds, back to the bears, 875 pounds, state record is approximately 875 pounds. One of the asterisks you're gonna get in this is I don't know if that is live, live weight or field dressed or what, I don't know for sure. Now let's compare that with some other places, okay? I wanna look at some other parts of the world. There are states that have more bears. Look at California. California has 25 to 30,000 black bears. Wisconsin has 24,000 estimated black bears. Maine, where I went, and where I hope to go back because I had such a good time, and because I kind of want to, I've had a friend of Bungie contact me and say, you know, why are you going to Canada? You deserve, as an American, the option of shooting a bear in your homeland. And I kind of like that. I, you know, I had that, that thought had run through my mind. Why am I paying Canadians to help me shoot a bear when I can pay Americans to help me shoot a bear? I'm going to go where there's more bears. That's first and foremost my preference both as a crossbow hunter, but also as a free market advocate. I think I want to go where the bears are. But Maine is probably where a guy who has a band named Yankee Militia should be hunting bears, right? But Maine has 24,000 to 36,000 bears. That's their estimate, okay? And these might be, these fluctuate depending on the source. The only thing I can promise you is that I did find a source for this on the interwebs. So I did look this up. North Carolina, similar to Pennsylvania, 20,000 bears. So you've got states that are known for black bears and have more black bears. California, 25 to 30,000 black bears. Wisconsin, 24,000 black bears. Maine, 24,000 to 36,000 black bears. And North Carolina, 20,000 black bears. Minnesota, incidentally, is somewhere around Pennsylvania, maybe a little less. 12 to 15,000 was one estimate. And 20,000 was another estimate I found. So they're sort of in the Pennsylvania category. So we're up at the top or above all the other states that are well-known for black bears. Here's what's interesting, though. Again, I talked about Pennsylvania's numbers, 20,000 black bears total running around the woods. We kill about 4,600 a year. None of the other states touch Pennsylvania or come really even come close to Pennsylvania in terms of the number of bears killed. California has more black bears, 25 to 30,000 of them running around the woods, but they only kill about 1,000 a year or maybe 1,200 a year. They, they kill approximately 25% as many, one quarter of the black bears that Pennsylvanians kill. Wisconsin, they got more black bears in Pennsylvania, 24,000 black bears. Yet they kill between 3,600 and 3,700 a year, not the 4,600 that we killed last year. So they're killing 1,000 fewer bears, even though they have more bears in Wisconsin. Maine has more bears in Pennsylvania, estimated 24 to 36,000 compared to our 20,000. But they kill approximately 2,400 to 3,400 a year. North Carolina, somewhere similar in numbers, they have 20,000 bears, but they kill 2,800 a year. About half, a little over half of what Pennsylvanians kill or what we kill out of the 20,000 Pennsylvania bears. Minnesota has fewer bears, fewer bears, 
12 to 15,000 bears or maybe 20,000 bears, maybe the same amount as Pennsylvania. But again, their estimated harvests is around 3,000 a year, well under the 4,653 bears that we killed in Pennsylvania last year. And these are hunter harvests. These are not hitting them on the road. I do occasionally see one killed on the road. Occasionally, it does happen. I would not want to be the guy that has that problem. Now, here's the other thing about this. When I spoke about black bear habitat, how we've got all that woodland, and I, shouldn't, I should note that that woodland is full of berries. It's full of grubs. It's full of acorns. It's full of all the stuff the bears want to eat, right? Got lots and lots of stuff out there for bears to eat, including carry-on, right? Pennsylvania has tons and tons and tons of deer. We kill three or 400,000 a year with hunters, right? So we kill 140,000 a year on the road. Can you believe that? We're usually one or two in the whole country for the number of deer killed on the road by automobiles. 140,000 deer are killed in Pennsylvania every year by cars. So it's a wonder there's any left, but that's a lot of carry on for the deer, for the bears rather, to go out there and munch on. So they certainly have access to plenty of food in Pennsylvania that improves this habitat, that makes the Pennsylvania habitat so suitable for bears. But when we talk about the food, we can't get past our state record, 800, 875 pounds. That's a giant bear. I want to point out that if you look at the other states, their records, 700 pounds for California. 175 pounds less than ours. Wisconsin. 780 pounds is their state record black bear. 100 pounds lighter than Pennsylvania's record. Maine, under 700. It's a 699-pound record is the one that I found when I was Googling it. And that's 175 pounds less than the Pennsylvania record. North Carolina, 880. So they're five pounds heavier than the Pennsylvania record. So right about the same weight. And Minnesota, actually, their heaviest black bear, their record is 876 pounds. So it's about the same as Pennsylvania. So North Carolina and Minnesota have state records that are comparable to the state record of Pennsylvania. But the other states with more bears, yet fewer harvests, have lighter bears. Maine, in particular, is not known for gigantic heavy bears. It is a lot of genetics going on here, too. Maine does not have color phase black bears, at least not in the region I was hunting. They have black bears. They are all black. There's no cinnamon. There's no blonde. None of that. In addition to that, they don't have, they have two color phases within the black. They have the black snout and the brown snout. And then they have the white diamonds on the chest that might take a couple of different patterns or a few different optional patterns. But that's basically what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a black black bear up there. So there is a genetic component to this, and the habitat, I am sure, is a factor in this as well, but a lot of it's genetic too. The world record, incidentally, for a black bear is 1,100 pounds estimated live weight. And as I said, I don't know if those numbers I gave you were live or field-dressed, and I might be comparing live weights to field-dressed weights, so there might be a little bit of conflict there. But you get the idea. The idea is Pennsylvania has some pretty big black bears, and a lot of them, and a lot of them are killed every year. But the New Brunswick, Canada, black bear is the world record. 
That was way back in 1972 from what I could see, and that was 902 pounds field dressed, 1,100 pounds estimated live weight. Puts it heavier than Pennsylvania's, but I don't know if that's, again, we're talking field dressed and all that stuff. So there might be, the, the Pennsylvania's heaviest bear might actually be quite, quite comparable. I don't know. But those are some big, big black bears. I'd be happy with one that is, uh, you know, 100 pounds plus. As I joked with my daughter, when I originally went black bear hunting, I wanted a black bear that weighed more than me. That's what I wanted, right? The bears got to weigh more than I weigh. And now I came back saying, bears are all the same. It doesn't matter. Just let me shoot a bear. <laughs> so I am still kind of of the camp that if it, I don't want a, a sow with cubs and I don't want to shoot a cub. Other than that, we're good to go. And by cub, I mean this year's baby. I don't want to shoot one that weighs 30 pounds or 15 pounds. If I shoot one that's last year's baby that weighs 80 pounds to 100 pounds or something like that, I'd be totally okay with that, proud of it, and I would hang it on the wall and eat every morsel. Let's wrap this up now. There's one other thing that I really want to point out with, with this is a lot of these places like Wisconsin, you can bait in Wisconsin for bears. God bless them. You can bait in Maine for bears. God bless them. I love it. Love it. I think it's fantastic. That's the way that I want to hunt bears. Why you got to make everything hard, Pennsylvania? You can't bait bears in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, we kill 4,653 bears, and you can't even bait here. And when I say you can't bait, did you know that I can't use scents? S-C-E-N-T-S. Lures. Scented lures. You can't use them here in Pennsylvania for black bears. I can't use them to entice a black bear to come to my location so that I can get it a close-in shot with my crossbow. Decoys. I can use a decoy, but I can't use a decoy that mimics food. That means that as an archery-equipped guy, a crossbow hunter here in Pennsylvania, I cannot hunt bears with a decoy mimicking an injured rabbit. I can't do it. Or a fawn or something. Can't do it. I can use a decoy that mimics another bear. And I don't know what purpose that would serve. I don't know if that would be effective or not. But I can't use these other decoys. And I have that in writing from the Game Commission. So if you're getting ready to send me an email and tell me I'm wrong, because you do that all the time, reevaluate what you're doing and think about that. Because I have that confirmed in writing from the Game Commission. The decoy cannot mimic food, a food source. Can't use a food source, can't bait. Can't use something that smells like a food source. You can't use those scented lures. You cannot imitate a food source with a decoy either. Wow. So we're still killing a lot of bears, a lot of better hunters out there than me. But nevertheless, a lot of people are getting it done throughout our seasons on these bears. These other states, many of them allow baiting. Hunting with hounds in some of the states, which if that is a cultural thing that goes on, I think I'm all for it. I don't have a problem with it. Maybe someday I'll even take part in it. I don't know. I did have the opportunity in Maine to speak with a guy who does the hound work and is very familiar with it. And did you know that they'll have a pack of hounds? And some of them do, they have different jobs. If you have five hounds, you have one that you can drive up and down the road and he's able to pick up a scent from the side of the road. And he'll bark and tell the driver to stop. And then the next hound, the other hounds, and they all know their different roles. Some of the hounds are really good for finding the trail and starting the trail. Other ones are better at take, picking up the trail and then finding the bear at the end of the trail. 
So there's a lot of different things. And then there's blood trackers. Some dogs just track the blood of the bear or the wounded bear. They don't find the bear for you. They find the wounded bear. So they have different roles. And these dogs tend to understand their different roles. I am fascinated with dogs. Had dogs as a kid. Haven't had dogs in a long time. But I am fascinated with dogs. And I would be so proud to hunt bears over dogs like that and to uh, congratulate them at the end of that hunt for helping me be successful because I just think that is the most amazing thing. Humans working with animals like that is just so amazing to me. But the other thing I wanted to point out about our season is we have a long season. I'm talking again about why Pennsylvania is the greatest place to hunt bears but also the worst. Our season starts October 17th, runs to November 7th. That is archery. You've got basically two, three weeks, whatever that is. Then in November 30th, it picks up again for a week or so with rifle, and you can use archery during that time as well. But November 30th through December 5th, that is a rifle-related bear season. And in some areas where they have more urban centers, where they have problem bears, they've increased it. You can actually start hunting bears in Pennsylvania as early as September 19th and run all the way to December 12th on and off in some areas of the state. We have very long seasons. And if you look at it in a combination of archery and gun, it goes from November 19th all the way to December 12th. You got almost three months of bear hunting season here. You could basically go around the state and find a place throughout that time where you could be hunting bears. Maybe take some time off for Thanksgiving. That's pretty much what you could do. If you were really into it, you could probably get it done and spend that much time in the woods just chasing bears. You still only get one bear tag, but you really could do a lot of that. Here's the problem that I have. It still is not attractive to me and to Bungie to hunt bears in Pennsylvania. I still look at bear hunting as an afterthought. Every year I buy a bear permit. I have it in my backpack right now, ready to go to the woods with me this afternoon. If a bear presents an opportunity this evening, the bear gets shot. It's that simple. Without hesitation. But here's the problem. I don't see it happening. You'd have to luck into it. It would have to be something that just sort of happened when you were out doing something else. If I could burn a honeypot, if I could use other scented lures, if I could use decoys, if I could use bait, I would, in a heartbeat, set the deer license aside and follow up and pursue bear hunting. I would do that in a heartbeat, Pennsylvania, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not giving up deer hunting for the unlikelihood of seeing a bear while I'm out there. I'm just going to have to shoot one when I see it. It's kind of like coyote hunting. I will shoot a coyote someday. Uh, God willing, I hunt long enough. I have enough seasons. Eventually, I will run into a coyote. Their numbers are just ever increasing. So the likelihood increases every year, although I still think it's low. I still have not come in contact with one while hunting. I have while being in the woods. I have one, you know, had sightings while driving, that sort of thing. But if I run into one while hunting, I'll take a shot at it happily. Same thing with the bears. Got to be prepared for what may or may not happen. But until such time as Pennsylvania is forced to, because of increasing bear numbers, allow baiting, which is, would require a cultural shift, and I don't see that really happening. But if it does happen, I'll hunt bears right here in Pennsylvania. Until then, 
Pennsylvania is pretty low on my list of places to hunt bears. It's that simple. Maine, I'll be back. Bungie will return. We will be back to Maine to hunt black bears. It's going to happen. Ontario, Quebec, your days may come as well. We shall see. Well, I hope you got something out of this podcast. I enjoyed it. I had these notes. I intended to put this out a while back, but I thought, you know, just had my lunch. I'm going to sit in my easy chair a little bit, enjoy my new home. Got the whole place to myself. The cats are hidden under some bed somewhere, sleeping for the day, probably. My wife and daughter are both at the school, where my wife works, and my daughter's in school, of course. And I'm going to go throw my clothes in the Ozonics, scent crusher, pack up my bag, and head out there and see if I can shoot a big buck. Until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie.